Every five minutes, someone dies while waiting for a compatible donor heart, liver, or kidney. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists strive to engineer an animal with human-compatible organs, thereby saving millions of lives. But these ancestors are not the docile herd animals they envision. Instead, the project spawns something big, something evil, something hungry. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. What Will Be Here, Episode 10, Max Q. Content warnings for this episode include swearing. See the show notes for more details and a link to the transcript. Most stories have a distinct beginning, middle, and end, though not always in that order. Some beginnings may not be perfect or start off as smoothly as we want them to. Our middles could be too long or too rushed, or our endings aren't satisfying in the way we need them to be. Still, we tell them, in the only ways we know how. The Marwan family was one of the first to make their home in the underground. My family's blood, sweat and tears helped to build these stone and metal tunnels. Our spirit was carved into this place, and our voices still echo down these now empty halls. We hold these stories of darkness and greed and hope with us shaping them into the legacies we wish to pass down to future generations. And as the storytellers, we get to choose which stories to carry on, and to a lesser degree, how those stories begin and end. When I was a kid, I wanted to be an architect, if you can believe that. I wanted to keep building out the underground, pushing it further and further away from the ever-watchful eye of Savannah. But as I got older, I realised that here, even when we're alone, we're eventually going to be found. No matter how far away we think we can get. (laughs) I had this aunt, Damali. She used to work for NASA back when it was still around. But when Savannah lobbied government officials finally pulled the plug on the program, She ended up moving back in with us. Well, one night, when I was about eight or nine, she took me and a few siblings topside. She was trying to give my parents a break from all of us, I think. Anyways, she took us to one of the larger, poorer parts of the city where there was a planned power outage. So we pull up to this small patch of grass they called a park and watched as one by one the lights of the city went out. The patches of floating space junk parted for the briefest of moments, and you could finally see the sky. It was dark, pitch black, 
except for the stars. Real stars. Not just the small sections of barely visible ideas of stars that you can see in the underground. There was a field of them. Damali spent the night pointing out different constellations and the types of stars and how they live and die. I don't know, I just fell in love with that sky. I wanted to see more of it. More of its incomprehensible size and its endless possibilities. Unburdened by gravity or the withering eye of Savannah. Anyways, long story short, Amma never let Aunt Amali babysit ever again, and I got a bachelor's degree in aerospace engineering. All thanks to some very hard-working parents, and also selling my soul for a Savannah-funded corporate scholarship. While I was at school, I met Jules. We shared a few friends, so we ended up at the same parties a lot. Eventually, I got to know her as this optimistic ball of sunshine, and a great motivational speaker. Whenever I needed supplies for my extracurricular activities, I would go to this cool, charming rogue, Shuri, who didn't ask me any questions, but always seemed to know just what or who I needed. She introduced me to Kay, who very quickly became my parts person, and continues to be one of the most enthusiastic troublemakers I've ever met. A are always in the process of putting something back together, and also don't seem to mind listening to me ramble about asinine subjects while I work. I also got to meet Dane, who was just as bitter as I was about the hand we'd been dealt. But he's also just incredibly sweet, and so passionate about his work. When Jules brought us together, we were all so nervous and awkward, but excited at the thought of a new project. A worthwhile project. A way to make our unfiltered mark on the universe. And so our story began. And, well, you know the rest. But where do we go from here? Just because the rocket launches, just because you, dear listeners, don't hear what happens next, that doesn't mean our story is over. Prometheus still walked the earth and enraged Zeus, even after Hercules freed him. Mani Mikala, Riamzo, and Vodokun still fight, even after the dance has ended. In six hours' time, the rocket will be leaving our atmosphere, and we will be leaving with it. I don't mean we'll be leaving Earth, though I'm sure Kay wouldn't object to some impromptu space travel. What I mean is that Dane, Shuri, Kay, and I will be leaving the underground. Actually, most of the underground will be leaving the underground, never to be seen again. Well, hopefully, never to be seen by Savannah again. We always knew we would have to leave in the end. I think I held out hope that it would just be the six of us. Unfortunately, with the raids becoming more and more frequent, Plus the fact that we're going to launch a giant rocket right next door. I think most of the people down here decided it would be a good time to leave. Kay is going upstate, I think. They've got a good friend there. Someone A can room with for a while. Shuri and Dane will be leaving together, of course. They have to. 
Shiri's face is plastered over every wanted billboard in the city. Their mums left a few days ago. They've got connections outside the country, far from Savannah's grasp, who can help them get through all the travel checkpoints. Shiri and Dane will actually be coming with me and my family for a bit. We're going to try heading east, meet up with some second cousin twice removed somewhere. Dane wants to test their luck in Canada, so they're going to peel off halfway through our trip. And that will be that. Except it won't be. We will still continue on, even after this recording ends. We'll have late night phone calls and video chats. We'll have infrequent and unreliable snail mail and care packages. We'll have family and friends and other stories to live that you won't get to hear about just yet. There will always be stories, told or untold. The least we can do is try to make it interesting. Imani, I... uh, we could use your help downstairs if you're done packing. Ah, uh, yep, I'll be down in a sec. Thank you all for taking the time to listen. Assuming you did listen and didn't just jump to the very end. Thank you, and please remember us. Not just for who is here, but for who will be. Peace, love, family, now and forever. Hey, it's a turkey. It's expensive. I have no idea if this is going to work. Kay, what? Uh, what are you planning on doing with that? I'm gonna cook it. Now? No, no, not now. In four hours and three minutes. Isn't there something else happening then? Yeah. See, the exhaust from the rocket's going to be in excess of a thousand degrees. I figured it'll come down to maybe eight or nine hundred by the time it reaches the turkey, and it should cook the whole thing pretty quick. We'll have a feast after the rocket's off. You're cooking the turkey under the engines. Yes, Dane, because I want to eat charred carbon. No, I'm putting it in the vents. How many times have we told you to stay out of the vents? Mm, four. It's definitely been more than that. Okay, you've expressed your um general distaste at my being in the vents nearly a hundred times, but between all of you, I have only been told to stay out of the vents four times. Sure he's fine with it. Give me a hand with this. Um, sure. God damn it, Kate. Ah, shit. Ah, don't be broken, don't be broken. Kate, what the fuck is all this? This is my stuff. Why the hell is it in the vents? They're my home away from home. Okay, follow-up question. 
Why is it all on a tarp in front of us? Because I don't want it to get fried along with the turkey. I guess it's technically a roast, but fried sounds better. You see that Clydesdale fan? Uh-huh. I've got six of them set up to blow most of the rocket exhaust into the ventilation system. Minimizes our evac zone. That's what you've been doing in the vents all this time? Yep. For the most part. Actually, I meant to ask you, did you calibrate the false GPS signal yet? I need to patch it into the transceiver if we're gonna get this thing into space without it being blown out of the sky. Uh, yeah, that's what I was on my way to do when I saw you with the, uh, turkey. You know, I'm not 100% sure that's not a very, very large duck now that I think about it. Right. Good luck, Kay. I'll check in once I've got that signal calibrated. It's totally a turkey. But I like to have an air of mystery. And exhaust. <laughs> Sheesh. I have no idea how effective this is going to be, but it's probably better than nothing. But the rocket's going to work. That's human ingenuity for you. Well, we might not know that stuff's going to work, eh, but we'd have died off a long time ago if that had stopped us from trying. You know, space aliens, or uh, future human explorers, or statistically unlikely mix of the two on the crew, I hope you get this and remember that about us. Not that our world was ending under corporate rule, not that we had to sneak around to get our story out there to you, but the fact that despite everything facing off against us, everyone we've lost, getting to this point, we made it. We didn't ask what would be here after we were gone. We decided what legacy we wanted to leave, and we made sure that was the legacy we left. Well, sort of. I'm sure you've gotten the Savannah ads by the time this rocket reaches you. Or maybe you haven't. If you're from a newer, better Earth where Savannah is a minor chapter you forgot in history class, well then, I guess that the human race did alright. But if you're aliens, well... I had Armani attach a very detailed turkey recipe that you can try in your birds. If you have birds. If you are in birds. Oh man, it would be awkward if you were birds. Oh, we've got four hours until lunch and here I am apologizing to aliens who may or may not be birds. Listen, just remember us, okay? Remember me crawling in the vents? Jules yelling at Dane for swearing. Sherry making art out of light and every story Armani ever told you. Don't let us become a footnote. Okay? Okay. Hey, you ready with that? Hey, everyone. Maybe two hours before lunch is a weird time to do my last recording, but I've been putting it off. It's sad to think that I won't get to talk to you all again, 
I know we've never met, and we won't ever meet, but you're good listeners. Now, I only have one more job to do here, and I decided to bring you with me. We always talk to you about the underground, but you've never gotten to experience it. Besides that time I almost got busted by Sintil. <laughs> so, uh, let's go outside. It's not exactly the same as usual. This place is a ghost town now. Armani and I have been in charge of leading evacuation efforts over the last couple of weeks. With the increased raids and the blackouts, most people have already left or were in the process of leaving anyway. It's usually a sign that the place is going under. The whole warehouse heist only made it worse, and Savannah's become more and more invasive, shortening our leash before they put us down. At this point, any person who doesn't want to be here isn't. And anyone who still is, well, they know exactly what they're doing. And that's their choice to make. I'm running a final check on the south side, and I figured, if I'm going on a walk anyway, I may as well actually give you all a taste of the underground for once. Right now, I'm checking out Canting. It's the only restaurant we have, and it isn't really a restaurant. It's an old hotel ballroom, so it's this big, open space with a kitchen in the back. Every few months or so, some of the laborers who work topside could scrounge up enough money to buy a bunch of groceries, and some grannies would come together to make a big meal. First come, first serve, of course, but open to everyone to come and get something homemade. Otherwise, no one owns the place, so it's a communal space for cooking. And if anyone wants to hold a big event, this is the prime spot to do it. Okay. All clear in here. Oh, and over there's the playground. It's kind of a disaster. A wood plank for a seesaw and no swing set, but it does have five tire swings. They're hanging from steel cross beams of a building that's long gone. And there's a sandbox and a jungle gym made from old furniture and metal scraps. I was a little too old for playgrounds when we moved here, but it's where all the kids my age hung out anyway. Just standing around and looking cool. It's good memories. There's also this alleyway over here. People come here to paint on the walls of an old office building. It's full of different artists' work and there's this... Oh. Oh. Wow. Uh, sorry, it's just, I was gonna tell you, there's this big bin of art supplies we just leave here for people to use, you know, since everyone can't get their own. I'm just kind of shocked, because, um, it's full. It's fuller than I've ever seen it. Seems like everyone just ditched their supplies when they left. What's... Really interesting about all this is seeing what people do and don't take. Like, okay, you can't see it, but across the street there's a stroller that belongs to Angeline Grajeda. The Grajeda family had a baby recently, I think she's maybe 11 months old now? Almost one, not important. Her name's Josie, and she started walking a little while ago. <laughs> she's fast. It's always funny seeing her family members chasing her down. 
Angeline still mostly takes her around in the stroller, just because it's faster, but now the Grajedas are gone, and the stroller is still here. Why? Because Angeline knows that Josie can walk now, and a stroller would require another set of hands. A set of hands that could be pushing a cart full of things they actually value and need instead. So, they put Josie on top of the cart, and left the stroller behind. Meanwhile, Tiwa is a single dad, and his daughter, she's about the same age, maybe a couple months older, well, she can't walk that well. Faye, that's his daughter, she gets tired quick, and she cries every time she's even slightly inconvenienced. So, he took his stroller with him. It's the same kind as the Grajeda's, and it doesn't carry as much as a cart would, but Tiwa doesn't need as much. His sister came to help him with the move, and that was an extra set of hands that didn't have a load to bear. So, he chose to bring it. It's just funny how the same things can carry different weights. While one family abandons it, another can't do without it. Remember back when I made my first recording, and I said I was looking at this rocket like an ARC project? I still am. Now the project is complete, but I can still see the art, even in the aftermath. Whenever you create something new, there will always be something else left behind. Paint in the palette, magazine articles with the pictures cut out, a spray paint can half full. There's always some form of excess. But what's left behind isn't necessarily wasted. Sometimes the thing has just served its purpose. Like, when you mix paints, you needed that exact amount to get just the right shade. And nobody's rereading old magazine articles, so you might as well find a use for them, even if it's partial. Other times, just because something is gone from you doesn't mean it's gone for good. Like the paint cans. How many times have I caught preteens vandalizing walls with spray cans that I left behind whenever I almost got caught myself? Or, or even when I ditch an empty gallon of paint on my way home and then see that exact can being used as a flower pot the next day. Even beyond that, art is inherently the action of leaving something behind. It's you. Having an idea in your mind, and then extracting it from yourself to put it into the world. After you publish that essay, or put the final stitches on that dress, it exists outside of you, and you can't put it back. Once your art is outside, once it's apart from you, you don't control it anymore. It isn't entirely yours anymore. It's complete. And it takes on its own life. So, you paint the picture and move on to the next one. Launch the rocket, find a new purpose. Leaving something behind is how you make room for what's to come. And there's always something to come, even for us. While we were clearing people out, I started compiling this list for when I come back. It's all of the things that people told me they'll want again if they survive the takeoff and the raids to come. Favorite pieces of pottery, time capsules buried at the last second, 
even a few pets that never truly belonged to any one person's home. It might not happen for a few years, but I'm gonna come back and do what I do best. Search. Salvage. It'll be a good excuse to take a long trip and see some old friends. I mean, I've got a whole load of requests for what might still be here. And I'm sure something will. Oh my... Is that... It is! There's the cat! Come come here, kitty! Come here! I'm gonna take you somewhere safe, okay? It's too dangerous here now. Anyway... Aliens... It's been a lot of fun. Uh, maybe I'll hear back from you one day. Maybe not. Either way... Be safe out there. Bye. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This... (laughs) This is it. We're about to launch the rocket. Or at least try to, I guess. There's always a chance it explodes, but honestly, that might be a fitting ending. Going down in flames, the way you did. A Viking funeral for the ages. With the bonus of taking out a little piece of Savannah while we're at it. (laughs) I... I hope it doesn't, though. I don't think it will. We've run final checks, and everything looks good. The weather does too, which means we won't have to delay launch. I just need to get the payload on the rocket, and then we're out of here. I really didn't think we'd get this far. Even if this rocket doesn't make it into space, we still got it to the launch pad. The million and one things that could have gone wrong up to this point, didn't. Or, well, a lot of them actually did go wrong. We got through it. Most of us. God, I I wish you were here to see this, Jules. In a lot of ways, this launch kind of feels like laying you to rest. You wanted this so bad. You... You made me want this so bad. This was your magnum opus. And here it is, standing on the launch pad. I'm not sure exactly what we're doing after this. It's really our last hurrah, isn't it? I guess I figure I'll... Oh, I don't know. Stick it to the man on my way out? I've accepted my fate of dying on a dying world, but 
at least I can be a pain in the ass to the people who made it that way. Maybe this launch is just the beginning, after all. Hmm. Yeah. Well, Jules isn't here to say this, so I suppose I will. I hope you enjoyed the show, dear listener. I'll take my bow now. Yeah. Um. Okay. Just gotta stick that here and clip this in. Turn that knob. Alright. Alright. Should. should test the playback. Probably. Okay. Testing. Testing. J- Jules? Everything seems to be working. I think. Oh, it's picking up my voice and everything. Wow, I am so excited. I can't believe we're actually doing this. I am so lucky to have everyone's help. I didn't think Shuri would say yes, but even she did. Hmm, I wonder if Dane bribed her or something. (laughs) I'm really glad Dane said yes, too. I've been wanting to get to know him better. Armani jumped at the chance to record their thoughts, and Kay jumped at the chance to use their welder. I'm not sure I know what A agreed to, now that I think about it. Hmm, I hope I can delete recordings. Or maybe record over this one? I'm still learning how this thing works. Either way, the rest of the team probably won't hear this. I'll stop them if they try. (laughs) (laughs) If I can't figure out how to delete stuff, and this is the first message you hear, well, hi! That was my test run. I have no idea what the rest of this recording will sound like, but I promise you, it's gonna be good. Hello? Hello? Hi! Hi! Jules here! I'm working on a little time capsule project to send a message to the future. (laughs) Damn it. Damn, Jules. I'm never gonna fucking know what will be here. Will I?
episode was written by Brad Colebrook, Chandler Harrison, Cole Burkhart, Dee Reese, and Tal Manier, with script editing by Evan Tess Murray. It was directed by Cole Burkhart and sound designed by Tal Manier, and features Kathy Youssef as Armani, Vico Ortiz as Kay, Sahar Iman as Shuri, John Y. Kamara as Dane, and Jonah Lynn as Jules. This episode also features Lee Davis Thalborn as Armani's dad. The theme music is by Benny James, and the transcript is by Caroline Meeks. What Will Be Here is primarily produced in Long Beach, on the stolen land of the Quiche Nation. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.